Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Environmental Social Justice. I am your host, Wendy Nystrom, and today I actually have an old friend of mine, Karen Joy. She is the Certified Forest Therapy Guide and founder of Nature Therapy of Michiana. So welcome to the show, Karen. Hey, nice to be here. And a little background, Karen and I have known each other since childhood, and we reconnected through our old art teacher, Ms. Karen Katanik. So um, thank you, Ms. Kay, for putting us back together. And Karen, so what is um, forest therapy? What does that mean? Lots of people know it as forest bathing. So that's a term used in the media a lot. And where that comes from is from Japan, actually. The practice originated in Japan in the 80s um, when a really brilliant scientist, I don't know who it was, went out and said, oh, we have all this chronic disease and illness. The government was wondering why. And they said, what happens when people go outdoors? What happens when they go in the woods? And they started studying it. So the practice there is known as Shinrin-yoku, which literally translates into something like bathing in the forest air. And that's why a lot of people call it forest bathing. But that's what it is. We're essentially going outdoors together and going to, if you can find them, a nice, mature, old growth forest. Um, there aren't many, but they're out there. And there are forests that have more benefits than others, but you can literally do this anywhere. You know, being a geologist always in the field, um, I have to say that once you get outdoors and get into the woods, you do feel different. You do feel a little calmer. You feel a little better. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot of truth to that. And me being, you know, I had never heard of forest therapy or forest bathing before you and I started talking. So this was a totally new concept to me. And one thing you said that I loved it is nature is the therapist. The guide opens the door. Yeah. And that phrase yeah. comes from the Association of Nature and Forest Therapy, where I trained. That's yeah. one of their standards, like... And, you know, I'm so glad you said that you were trained because <laughs> um, as with anything, there are some people that say, well, I'm going to do this now. I'm going to be the expert in this and have no training, no background, no experience. So um, just to the viewers who want to look into this, please look into people who are properly certified, properly trained. You did have to get first aid training in case someone sprains an ankle or breaks legs in the wood. That happens. Um, but back to what you were doing, you bought 17 acres of land in Michigan. Yeah. Why would you? That's, I mean, I love it. I want 17 acres myself. <laughs> yeah. Who brought you to do that? <laughs> yeah. So there's a little bit of a story to it. I started out as uh, an organic farmer in 2009. So that's part of the story of my life. But I enjoyed it so much, but I ran into trouble because I was with a not so great partner in that venture. And um, long story, but what happened is he was he was abusive in many ways, and I got out of it, but only with the help of my family, and only when the federal government came in and said, "There's something wrong with this grant that you guys got." Um, and so. The result of that was I wound up spending time in prison because I wasn't going to endanger myself to involve my ex in those proceedings. So I took the blame. I went to prison. It was a lot of fun. Let me tell you, that's a whole nother interview. And <laughs> my, my family wanted me to have a safe place to come home to. And I had to remain in the Western District of Michigan. Okay. So when the farm uh, went away, which most of the land that we were managing at the time was either in partnership with a landowner or direct lease, we had to let that all go. So we, we, within like, I think it was 60 days of my sentencing, my family and I, we traveled around the area and found this place and we bought the place so that I would have something to come home to. So oh, that's lovely. that was pretty, pretty incredible. And 
it was a huge healing journey for me because I had been so isolated from my family. I literally couldn't call any of them for years. Um, So this is, you know, now I talk to my mom on a regular basis and I get to be outdoors in nature and to come back to the nature therapy, that is really what healed me. Um, So I suffered from PTSD uh, from that experience in many ways, not just the relationship, but also going to prison. Um, That was pretty horrific. And um, nature can heal us. Nature can heal us in so many ways. I saw it with the farm as well. I saw this connection that people started to have between the land and what she provides us, the the food, the shelter, the, the source of so much of what we need as human beings to be healthy and to thrive. Yes. And when I came across this, I came across it because I was actually looking for a retreat for myself. I'm like, where do I go to like, just get away and like have a break Yeah. I came across somebody offering this. So I think it was in New York state. And I dove into that rabbit hole on the internet. I was like, what is this? I want to know more. I want to know more. And I finally just went for it. I found the ANFT and I thought, okay, here's an organization. They're doing training. They've trained over 2000 guides now worldwide. Um, In fact, in California, where you're located, Wendy, there are quite a few guides there. And one of the best is Ben Page. He's one of the trainers. He does um, sessions at the Arboretum, the LA Arboretum. Recommend it if anybody is in the area. Yeah, Yeah. definitely go to one of Ben's sessions. He's incredible. But their trainers are all over the world as well. And in fact, some of the people who I trained with and some who have gone before me have started their own training. So it's a growing movement of people that are realizing how important it is for us to get out and connect with nature again. Absolutely. And I I do want to bring up, you know, thank you for the honesty of sharing your story, because that's very important, especially for women. A lot of time we have to put on a fake face of everything's fine and not everything's fine with everybody. As you and I have discussed many times, nobody has their act together. When you think someone has it all, has it all, they, they really are struggling. So always be aware that everyone has a background. Everyone has a story. And that being said, the therapy part of it, Everyone has anxiety. You and I were talking about social media and cyber bullying. And you and I survived high school fairly. Um, again, we were both art students that would hide in the art wing, folks. Yeah. So <laughs> we we had, you know, our fair share, and I think everyone does. They just different people deal with it in different ways. Yeah. But it's so much worse now with social media. And on the show, we talk about cyber bullying a lot and the damage it cause causes. And um, I think one of the most important things to do is maybe unplug, go outside go into a forest, go into nature, because that is actually so healing and clears your head. There's there's a clarity that comes. I don't even know what it's called. I'm not the expert here. But there is a clarity that happens when you take a long hike. For, and we're talking not 20 minutes. We're talking like spend the day. Yeah. Cut off for the day and go go out there. Um, I need any. Um, could you like give people an example of what a guide does? Yeah. So in the guiding process, I'm trained in a framework that takes you through sort of a meditative embodiment process. So when you arrive, you're really arriving. What that looks like is you turning off the cell phone or putting it in airplane mode. Very hard for people to do. Um, But that's what I ask you to do first. First, we need to unplug. Then we need to connect. So the guiding process is small groups, usually between three to 12 individuals enough that I can manage. It's best if you have other people with you because 
as you go through the process, you begin to share what you're noticing with other people in the group. That allows yeah. you to connect not only with the, na- the natural environment, but with the other people that are there. Because there's this saying that you cannot love that which you do not know. And so how are we ever going to come back to connection with each other until we get face to face with a person? It's really hard to hate a person that's standing right in front of you. That's so, so true. Yeah, it's just all about connection. And then what we do is I guide you. And what guiding looks like is an invitation. So all of the guides that are trained by the ANFT offer something called invitations. And there are a series of recommendations for how to engage and interact with the natural world. That might be something like notice how the breeze is affecting you today and maybe start to move with the breeze, maybe move with the air and follow it in the direction that it's guiding you until you find a moment where you just need to be still. And then you can interpret that however you like. There's no right or wrong way to do it. Just getting outdoors is the process. Just being outside is the process. So for for anybody that is interested in just doing this for themselves, there are a lot of great resources. There are books about it. There are certainly ways that you can follow someone online. Um, I, I find it really funny when guides are like, I have a virtual nature therapy experience. I'm like, that's no, not what we want to do. (laughs) I really want you to be outdoors. You can listen to something and be outside and still get a benefit from it, but you're really going to benefit if you unplug. So three things I will tell you, you can do at home. If you are listening to this and you're like, I don't want to pay the money or I don't want to be in group. Number one, go outside and just listen. And I mean, really listen, start tuning into the sounds around you tune into the ones that are quiet, the ones that are close, and the ones that are far away. You'll start to notice that you're hearing more and more things as you focus just on your listening. The second step is going to be to connect. And by that, I mean, start to touch the earth in a way that is comfortable for you, whether it's walking up to a tree and just placing your hand on its bark or maybe just putting your hands on the ground. If you're not comfortable going barefoot, that's cool. (laughs) Putting your feet on the earth can be an incredibly healing experience. And then as you do this process, begin to learn and grow because we are nature too. Just remember that we respond when we go outdoors. That's why you feel it. Even just looking at a picture of something natural on your computer screen can actually chill you out. It, it, It brings your stress level down. It's not as effective, again, as going outdoors or just being next to a tree or sitting with your back against a tree. But as you begin to learn and grow and connect more, you'll notice all of the ways that nature is benefiting you. Um, And I'm going to I'm going to personal testimony on that. So when I lived in New York in in Manhattan, um, it was never quiet. Concrete jungle. Yes, you had Central Park, but not really. I mean, kind of quieted down, but not really. So um, I had a business trip in California and it was in the Napa Valley region. So I went with a girlfriend and we just went out to some vineyards uh, a couple days before the meeting started. And I hadn't slept in months because I had garbage trucks outside my window, you know, the diesel fume going into my, into my window. And um, we went to this vineyard and we went down this path hike and we had our bottle of wine and our cheese. And I sat there and I almost felt like I I had gone deaf. It was so quiet. And I told my friend, I, I just like, and I just sat there and I'm like, it's so quiet. 
And then I heard the bub babbling brook that was nearby. And then I started hearing birds. And all of a sudden, you know, and I was highly stressed out, like, Jesus, I was stressed out. And everything just started to melt. Hmm. And it all, I could almost feel like a melting sensation drifting over me. So um, there is a reality to this. And I'm a cynic. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't believe anything, folks. So this this actually works. And if, and if you're a stressed out individual, if you just need to you know, do a controlled alt delete on your life, go out into the forest, get a therapist, get, get do the you know, probably certified person to walk you out there. That being said, um, Karen, how do people find you? Where, you know, could you tell them exactly where you are? Use your yeah. hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah, use your hand. Okay, I don't know on the screen how it's going to show up, but I'm in the southwest, southwest, southwest. There we go. Southwest corner of Michigan. I travel all over southwest Michigan and northwest Indiana. I go as far as Kalamazoo. And I can do these sessions really anywhere that there's an outdoor environment. Um, I do have a website. It's naturetherapymi.com if you want to find me. And um, yeah, I do travel as well. So, you know, oh. depending on groups um, and where, where I'm needed, there's always a possibility I could come to you. Um, I focus on small group sessions and especially I work with populations that are underserved um, as, as far as mental health goes. Um, I've had a lot of veterans who've reached out to me who are not getting the kind of relief they're looking for, for their PTSD, combat PTSD. It really, I love veterans. I'm a huge supporter of veterans. So thank you. Yeah, it, it helps a lot. And, you know, I've, and one of my neighbors, actually, my next door neighbor is a combat veteran and he suffers from PTSD. And he said to me, you know, this is what I need. I don't need more prescriptions. I need to be out here. I need to be in nature. And, yeah. and it really can make a difference in people's lives. I'm also um, learning again, the, the social media. So I'm on the Facebook and the Instagram and it's um, nature therapy, MI at nature therapy, MI. Um, and I, I am looking for sponsors for some of these underserved populations okay. because I'm in Benton Harbor and Benton Harbor, Michigan is, has a history much like Detroit where I grew up. You know, there are racial conflicts, there are dividing lines, there are um, populations that are still yet to be heard who need who need the support. Oh, and absolutely. so, you know, I'm, I'm just starting this program and um, sort of launching it this this season so that I can start to serve those populations. And I'm working with the, the local YMCA and the local Salvation Army, the people who can get have a means to get those folks out to the woods with me because a lot of them don't have transportation. So, yeah. And um, to point out, just so people fully understand, in certain underserved communities, there are children who have never been to the woods, mm -hmm. who have never been in nature, that have never seen the ocean. Mm -hmm. So you let that sink in for a minute that, you know, it's a lack of transportation, lack of means, and, you know, providing them this opportunity is very important for a child's well-being for them to develop naturally, to develop, you know, self-confidence in their abilities. A lot of people I know who do the two um, uh, basically ocean faring um, courses, they will deal with bullies that are like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm the alpha male here and I'm going to take over. And they see the ocean for the first time. And all of a sudden they're not tough anymore. They're like a one, all the wonders of childhood come back. Yeah. And they're not a bully and they, they kind of find themselves because being a bully is fear. So, um, this is very important if, for the benefit of society as a whole, which we're now seeing a little few cracks in the veneer going on, folks. So we need to kind of revert back to nature, 
not on your computer screen. Right. <laughs> you actually got to go in the woods. So please look up Karen, find her info. Um, naturally, I'll be tagging everything, but it's a very important service that you provide. So I do thank you for that. Well, thank you. I'm happy to do it. Excellent. So um, on that, guys, I'm Wendy Nystrom, your host with Environmental Social Justice. Again, Karen Joy and look up her forest bathing. It's, it's amazing what they're doing. You guys take care. Bye. Bye.